What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Thanks, so. When you want something real and to have a good time, put a smile on your face, yeah, can be caring. Elation Radio, mm-hmm. even brighten your day.
uh, it is pouring. So keep that in mind. But one of the most prominent things that's going on right now in our country is Vladimir Putin and nuclear talks. That's major in our country right now. Uh, And on a lighter note for many and a darker note for the saints of the Most High, it is the week uh, coming up Sunday of uh, of a Halloween. And um, I know people stand at different places concerning Halloween. However, we can't help but uh, be a part of neighborhoods that are uh, just seriously celebrating Halloween. And, again, I don't stand in judgment of people because I have my own list of faults, my own list of craziness. However, we do want to be mindful that there are two powerful spirits in this world. I don't dibble and dabble in things that could cause the door to swing open that will invite uh, the evil one. And that's all I want to say about that uh, as it relates to what you believe and what you're doing. But I do want to say as a mouthpiece for the Lord that anything that doesn't exalt the Lord God, you probably need to take a double take and figure out how to get yourself out of it. Uh, Our kids will be circulating on this uh, weekend. Uh, I think that's Monday, huh? Maybe it's Monday. And uh, we want to be safe, keep our children safe. And, of course, if they're going out there trick-or-treating, make sure that you check what they get. Make sure they wash their hands well. When I tell you the enemy will pull out all of the stops, doesn't care who you are, how old you are, or how young you are. Uh, The devil will pull out all of the stops. And I had a wonderful opportunity to speak about uh, a wonderful uh, time we can have in the Lord when we are worshipers. But I also had to uh, give warning that the enemy uh, comes after us, especially the more we look like. And when I say look like, I mean our behavior patterns are like God the more it seems like he's trying to take us out. So let's go back now a few steps to Halloween. When the kids are out there having fun, innocent fun, there's somebody looking for uh, a place to hide among all of this innocent fun. So keep your eyes open, parents. Don't send your children Make sure you're with your children. We, um, as a Christian community, for the most part, can't speak for everyone because I was talking to persons this week and, you know, they're into it and they love the Lord and all of that. So uh, just make sure you keep your eyes on yours and on your neighbors too, actually. We don't have to be selfish about this thing. So what about seeing these, um, I saw a skeleton in somebody's yard, and I think he was as tall as the third story of their house. I couldn't believe it. Amazing. Now, let me tell you a little darker story. Um, In my neighborhood, I saw one of the guys hung up uh, like they were hanging from a tree, two people hanging upside down. I was appalled. I couldn't believe it. So that's what I mean when I said you let that door open 
And, you know, the enemy steps in. He clouds your mind. He blinds, blinds you. And you start doing repulsive things like that. Anyway, let's go to what today is, uh, turning the page now. Today is National Civics Day, and um, it is important that there are some things that we understand and know about uh, how to be, you know, a good citizen, an upstanding citizen, and things like that. So when we talk about National Civics Day, we're giving this opportunity to celebrate civics for all uh through school, all through school. I remember when I was a little girl, we used to get, like, good citizens' pins, and we had to learn about how to be an upstanding person for our family, for our block, for our our, our community, for our city, uh, to know what was going on, be uh, in the know. So National Civics Day is kind of along those lines. It's an opportunity for Americans to celebrate civics through school, business, and community projects, and that would include showcasing and promoting and supporting community service, supporting education, and things of that nature. So I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to look ahead and say, okay, so what's coming up this week that we can celebrate, especially with our young minds? and have them to do a project on it or have them to, you know, get an understanding of why we observe this day and why is this day important to us as Americans or why this day is important to us as whatever your uh, heritage is, you know, is very, very important to do that. The Long Island University Roosevelt School and the Society of Presidential Descendants founded National Civics Day last year. And, uh, of course, again, it is supporting education, civic education as a foundation for strong democracy. So that would have been something good for your young person to report on to you or talk about. Y'all have a circle at home when you talk. Have a couple of their friends over with the parents' permission, of course, and help them to be concerned and interested and uh, in the know about things happening in our nation, especially and in our world. So turning the page now, uh, today is somebody's birthday. I want to say happy birthday to you. Uh, It is the week of somebody's birthday. Happy belated birthday to you. And it's the week before somebody's birthday. Happy early birthday to you. And celebrating all of you, born, uh, all of you married on this day as well. Happy anniversary! And I pray God continues to keep you together, keep you strong, and keep you being a symbol of what marriage is all about. So I thank the Lord for you uh, on today, and we celebrate you as well. Now, I want to talk about a quick word from the Lord, and. It is found in the book of Luke. I probably told you that already, right? Luke chapter number four. This is women winning at life from ministry to marketplace. And I want to say to you as 
women of the Most High God, the evil one is very real. I've even heard people say, I don't believe in the devil. Well, you don't have to believe in him, but I do want you to believe that he does exist. So I'm taking you to Luke chapter 4 because you need to wake up and not be duped and not, you know, fall prey to things when you could kind of, you know, get yourself out of it if you just are attentive. Now, some things, of course, yeah, we all get hit, so to speak. We all run into situations. As a matter of fact, some people think that they are above being hit by the enemy or they feel that they are so perfected in their faith that they no longer sin. Well, we have all schools of thought out there. We have so many different variations of what people believe and, you know, and, and, and what they do. But the Bible, the Bible says, if you are a Bible believer from Genesis to Revelation, the Bible reports that the enemy even tried to bring Jesus down. Hello. So if the devil tried to bring Jesus down, the one who knew no sin, meaning that he did not sin, for real, for real, then who are we to say that we are so perfected in our faith the devil is not going to try and bring us down? I want somebody to wake up today. I really, really do. I want someone to wake up today and realize, honey, we are in a fight. I know we say the battle is the Lord's, but in the meantime, honey, you're going to feel some blows. Trust me. You're going to feel some knockdowns. You're going to feel some things. You're going to have to come out swinging. You're going to have to come out swinging. You cannot be down for the count. So when I look in Luke chapter 2, I see these words. Uh, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 4. Woo. Luke chapter 4, I find these words, starting at verse 1. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, came back from the Jordan and was guided by the Spirit, capital S, in the wasteland for 40 days, being tested by the evil one, the devil, and he had no food in those days, talking about Jesus. And when they came to an end of the 40 days, he was in need of food, talking about Jesus. Verse 3, and the evil one, the devil, said to him, talking about Jesus, if you are the son of God, give orders to this stone. To become bread. And Jesus made answer to him in verse 4. It has been said in the writings, bread is not man's only need. And he took him up, the devil took Jesus up, to let him see all the kingdoms of the earth in a minute of time. And the evil one said, 
I will give you, ha, 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 I have to laugh right there. The devil can't give Jesus nothing. Oh, let me go back. I'm reading, right? Verse 6. And the evil one said, I will give you authority over all these and the glory of them, for it has been given to me, and I give it to anyone at my pleasure. If then you will give worship to me, it will all be yours. What? So again, if the enemy was trying to get Jesus to worship him, what about you and me? Is he not trying to get us to worship him? And may I tell you, many people do. They worship the devil. How do they worship? Do they draw a circle in the middle of the floor and light their candles and make their incantations and all of that? No, that's the obvious thing that many witches and warlocks experience and get involved in. That's not how you worship the devil. What you do is you commit idolatry against God when you lay down with the devil, meaning you don't obey what the word of God says. You stay your hand from that, and you do what the enemy is whispering in your ear. That's how you worship him, by loving life so much when it doesn't involve God, loving the things you do so much and God is not a part of it. That's how you worship the devil. Because in the life that you're loving, it is the life that he's showing you. It is the life he's speaking in your ear. That is what causes a rift between you and God. That's what causes you to end up a worshiper of the world rather than a worshiper of the Lord. And let me continue. Verse 8, Jesus gives his reply. Jesus says to him, it has been said in the writings, give worship to the Lord your God and be his servant only. And he took him to Jerusalem, talking about the devil taking Jesus, and put him in the highest point of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, let yourself go down from here, for it is said in the writing, he will give his angels, talking about Father God, will give his angels orders to take care of you, Jesus, and in their hands they will keep you up so that your foot may not be crushed against the stone. <laughs> in verse 12, Jesus gives this reply. He said to him, it is said in the writings, you may not put the Lord your God to the test. And when all these tests were ended, the devil went away from him for a time. And Jesus came back to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and the news of him went through all the country round about. So you can come back, bounce back victoriously when you know how to answer the evil one in these things. So maybe you have been a backslider. You walked away from God. 
Get back into that word so you can know how to answer the evil one. Get on your knees and repent to God so that he can repair that breach that you have created when you walked away from him. His heart has never turned from you. His heart has always been toward you. Even if you could imagine in your spiritual imagination, he is reaching out his hand to you. The Bible says he's married to the backslider. So all you've got to do now is make a step. There was a song the Gospel Soul Children sang, I Made a Step. My God, if I can only find a copy of that song, I made a step. That's all you've got to do is make a step toward the Lord God. Because if you don't, the enemy is going to wear you out. Honey, I've come through some trials these past few years. I have had mountains upon mountains upon mountains. And I know if some people had to go through what I had to go through, they would probably be crazy now or would have taken themselves out. But I want you to know because of the Holy Spirit, the Lord always causes us to triumph. He always causes us to win. So women, you can win at life no matter what you put your hands to. And you know, sometimes it doesn't work the first time, nor the second time, nor the fifth time, nor the tenth time. But in all of those times that you don't win at what you're attempting, a lesson is being sent to you. You're learning something in the process. Even if you're learning what not to do again, you're learning something. So talk it up as a lesson well learned. And never stop trying to be the best you can be in God. Never stop trying to walk in your purpose. And never stop worshiping the true and the living God. If you want to be a woman that can bounce back because you know what to say to that evil one, a woman who can stand tall no matter what the trials or tribulations are, honey, I'm telling you, Your reputation will precede you, and your gift will make room for you, and God will open doors for you. Hello and amen. Can somebody shout hallelujah, Jesus? Can somebody say hallelujah to God? I want to encourage you to continue to win at life. And know that, once again, as I sum it up, wrap it up, and put a beautiful bow on it, if the enemy will try and tempt, Jesus, God's only begotten son, a man who knew no evil. He became sin for us. The propitiation that we needed, hallelujah, if the enemy would try and tempt him, all-knowing God in the form of Christ, all-holy God in the form of Christ, he will definitely try and come after you, your son, your daughter, your niece, your nephew, your sister, your brother, your mother, your father, and anyone else that loves you, that's close to you, if he can't get you, he's going to try and go to your next of kin. So pray for your family. Cover them in prayer and ask God for his protection consistently. Ask God to guide you consistently. Ask God to be there through your situations because we all have them. Ask God to let you hear him, feel him, let you experience him so that you can tie a knot and hold on. I've been your host, Loretta Petit, and you have been listening to the podcast where there's positive vision, positive voice, and, of course, your positive vibe. Don't you ever forget it. 
the Loretta Petite Show, Women Winning at Life from Ministry to Marketplace. Reach out to me, if you will. I'd love to correspond with you. That's LorettaReviews at gmail.com. My email, LorettaReviews at gmail.com. What are you saying? LorettaReviews at gmail.com. And on that note, God bless you. God keep you. This is my prayer. I'm Loretta Petit. Thanks, Kimmy Kim. I love you, girl, and I love all of you as well. Bye-bye. I'm coming to change the game, shake these haters of future late. Jesus Christ, the one that I claim, the name above all names. He's supernatural, like a superhero. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, six figures heroes. I'm working hard for the kingdom, spread the word everywhere in the land. Message of our children, selling the word of God to bless every man. No matter who you are, I'm not the one to judge. If you are sick of blood, a street thug, or somebody's plug, I'm still gonna show you love. I used to be in the game, until I got on my knees and called out my hero's name. Father in heaven, forgive me for my sins, my life is torn apart, gotta need a new start, believing in you I can win, again and again and again, he would catch me when I was falling, getting high like a time fly, I was ready to die, my name he was calling, his mercy and grace saved my life, protected me from the evil, all the hatred and anger in my people, he is my hero, he is my hero, Yes, the world gonna hate me. He's my superhero. 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 He's my